What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? You are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. I am your host, King Genesis. That moniker is an acronym that simply means God's youth need education, so I speak. Now, without further delay, your information, education, and inspiration is on the way. Welcome back to another episode of the King Speaks podcast. I want to thank you for taking time out to listen in. A special shout out and special thank you to every supporter and sponsor of this podcast, right? I believe in being transparent, so it doesn't make me feel embarrassed to say that I need and I greatly appreciate the support that you guys provide. I couldn't do this week in and week out without you guys. So again, I want to say thank you. Now, tune in, turn your phones up, turn your radio up, text, tweet, uh, 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 post it on IG, let anybody and everybody who you got to let know that it's going up in the kingdom over here on the King Speaks podcast right quick. Right. So while you're doing that, I want you to think about three words. Right. Um, those three words. Maybe you've heard them before. Maybe you've never heard them before. But those three words are simple. You're in charge. Right. If you have heard those words before, how did it make you feel? How did you process it? Right. Um, did it make you happy? Did it make you concerned? Right. Think about that right quick. But while you're thinking, I'm going to tell you what happened when I heard those words for the first time. I was in basic training, right, for the U.S. Air Force, right? We're in um, San Antonio, Texas on Lackland Air Force Base, right? And the entire squadron is basically getting in trouble. So we're doing push-ups. And I realized that we're doing push-ups simply because some of the individuals were cheating. Some of them wasn't trying. And it was causing all of us to have to continue uh, the struggle of doing push-ups. Because after a little bit of a time, those arms get tired and that body gets heavy, right? Uh, but the fact that some were cheating or some were, um, I guess, effortlessly um, causing us to have to uh, endure more pain than we should have. I kind of went off a little bit, you know what I mean? And maybe it was the anger that I was dealing with at the time or the frustration, but I kind of lashed out and kind of went off on everybody. And at that point, the uh, training instructor was like, Pope front and center. So I run up there. I say the statement that they teach us to say, I'm like, sir, trainee Pope reports his order. Right. And what happens is to this day, it blows my mind. He tells me to about face. So now I'm facing away from him, but I'm facing the rest of the group. And he's like, from this day forward, from this moment forward, if Pope tells you to do anything, it's as if I said it. So I'm like, cool, I'm the one, right? But little did I know uh, the process before me wasn't going to be all glitter and glamour. You understand what I'm saying? It wasn't going to be all good, in other words. So he told me from this day forward, whatever you say, they have to abide by. Um, if you give them an order, they have to uh, submit to that order. However, whatever you tell them to do, you must be capable and willing to do it yourself. Um, case in point, if you tell them to do a hundred pushups, they got to get down and give you a hundred pushups, but you better beat them to push up number 100. I'm like, wow. Okay. Then, uh, what have I gotten myself into? Um, or did I even get myself into this? Cause all I did was kind of spazzed out on, on the group, you know what I'm saying? But it put me in a position of authority. And a lot of us, we want to be in position of authority, right? We want um, the authority, but we don't necessarily want the responsibility that comes with it. We want to hear those three words, you're in charge, but we don't necessarily want to be responsible for the outcome if it doesn't go quite according to plan, right? So 
Now, imagine me, 19 years old, never really been in charge of anything a day of my life, right? Even the youngest born out of my siblings, right? Now I hear these three words, you're in charge, right? Wow. I thought it was great. And it was after I figured out and understood what the process meant. So now let's go back. You were thinking if you've ever heard those words, but maybe you haven't heard those words. Right. Or maybe you did hear those words, but you didn't quite really get to experience or you didn't quite understand what was happening. So I'm about to tell you something real quick. And maybe you've never heard it before. Maybe you have. But real quick, I got three words for you. You're in charge. Yeah, that's right. I said it. You're in charge. I'm going to say it one more time real loud for the people in the back. You're in charge. Yeah. Real simple. I said it. You heard it. Now it's out there. It's in the atmosphere, right? Now, what does that mean for you? What does it mean to you? Does it mean anything to you? Do you embrace those words? Do you reject those words? Do you accept it, right? Or do you reject it? Yeah. So three things I want you to know as it relates to those three words, you're in charge, right? First thing I want you to know is what it means to be in charge. Right. And it simply means having control or responsibility. Right. That's simply basically what it means. Right. Having control or responsibility over something. Right. Over something, meaning that you're in charge. You're responsible for the outcome, whether it be good or whether it be bad. Right. A lot of people want the praise and accolades when things go well, but nobody really want to receive the blame. Um, when things don't go well. So again, I want you to remember you're in charge, but what does it mean? Right. Having control or responsibility over something. Right. So if you're a human being, right. And you're capable of dissecting between what's right and what's wrong. Right. If you're, you're able to differentiate between the two, then guess what? You're in charge. Right. You're in charge. Right. You may not be um, in a leadership position on a job or a leadership position um, in your school organization or or your church community or anything like that. But it's simple. But it's true. It's fact. You're in charge. Right. I hear you, King, but I ain't in no leadership position, man. We just went over that. So how am I in charge? Well, you're in charge of you. Yeah. You're in charge of the decisions that you make. Right. You're in charge of the outcome from the decisions that you make. Right. You're in charge. Yeah. You're responsible for the outcome of you. Right. You're in control over you. Right. You may not necessarily be able to control what you're exposed to, but you are in control of what you listen to. Right. You are in control of what you choose to pay attention to. Sometimes you may not be in control of what you see, but you're in control of what you're engaged in, so to speak. Right. Um, you're in control of the type of music that you choose to listen to. You're not in control over what they play on the radio, but you are in control of what you choose to tune into on that radio or what station or channel you choose to turn that television to, whether you're streaming or even if you on YouTube or you on Instagram or or you on Facebook or you on TikTok or wherever you are, you're controlling the content that you're choosing to consume. Wow. You're in charge. 
Now that you know what it means to be in charge and you know a little bit about what you are in charge of, let's dig a little bit deeper, right? So by you being in charge of what you're choosing to consume, it all boils down to a decision. You're in charge. You're in charge of the decision. Yeah. First point was, what does it mean to be in charge? Right? Now we're talking about you being in charge of the decision. That's what you're in charge of. You're in charge of the decisions that you make for yourself. And those of us who are parents, those of us who are husbands, those who are wives, you're responsible for not just you, but you're responsible for others. Yeah. And those of you who are in leadership positions <laughs> over a job or a supervisory position or a management position, or if you're a business owner um, or if you're a teacher, if you're a principal, you understand what I'm saying? If you're a pastor, right, you're in charge over someone. So not only are you in control of the decisions that you make for you, but you are also in control or responsible of or for the decisions that you make for other people. Yeah. So your decisions are directly affecting those who are under your leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Your decision is directly reflecting your leadership. Yeah. And I said that correctly. Your decisions are directly reflecting your leadership because those whom you have leadership over are responding or responsible to respond to the decisions that you make. Yeah. Didn't know it was that deep, did you? So some of us are occupying leadership positions and we're making decisions, right, that are selfish as opposed to selfless. Now, if you're only responsible for you, then the decisions that you make, they have to directly impact or affect you. Right. So you still have to be wise in your decisions. Right. But again, for the most part, they're mostly on a, only going to affect you. But now those of us who are in a leadership position of other people, those of us who are husbands, right, like myself, right, my decisions affect my wife directly. Those of us who are parents, our decisions affect our children directly. Those of us who in uh, supervisory positions on a job, their decisions affect those who they supervise. Um, if you're a leader in a church congregation, your decision affects those under your leadership, the membership in that church or organization, right? So decisions are important because we have to be able to make right decisions. And sometimes we have to be able to make those decisions quickly. Sometimes we feel like we don't have enough time to make those decisions. Sometimes we feel like we don't have enough time to analyze. If you're like me and you're an analytical thinker, right? You like to break things down. You're a critical thinker. Um, you, you break things down to the simplest form before you make a decision. Sometimes you don't have that luxury. Sometimes you don't have that ability. Sometimes you have to make a decision right quick because you're in charge. Now, by you being in charge, there's good, right? The outcome could be great, but then there's a chance that the outcome could be not so great. So what do you do? Do you run from the responsibility? No, you don't run from the responsibility because whether you chose to be or was appointed to be in that position, you're in charge, right? But I ain't got no kids, you're in charge. But I don't have a husband, you're in charge. But I don't have a wife, you're in charge, right? You're in charge of what you choose, again, to consume. 
meaning what you choose to see, right? Or what you choose to pay attention to, because you can't necessarily control if you see a bird fly across the sky, right? But you do control if you choose to look at that bird. Does that make sense? You may not be able to control what they're playing on the radio, but you control what you choose to hear and listen to and engage in, right? You chose to tune in to the King Speaks podcast. You chose to listen to the words coming out of my mouth. And because you made that decision, now I bear the responsibility, right? To make the right decisions concerning you because the words that come out of my mouth, they may directly or they may indirectly affect you. So the pressure's on, the heat is on, right? I got to make the right decision. I have to choose the words that I'm saying wisely because the words that I'm using are planting seeds, right? And if you plant good seeds, then a good tree will grow. And if the tree is good that grows, then the fruit from the tree is good. And the fruit from the tree supplies more seed that can be sown uh, and multiplied again. Yeah, we're talking about decisions, right? Making the right decisions. Listen, when you don't know how to make the right decisions or when you don't know what the right decision is, don't go it alone. Don't go by yourself. What you mean? I'm the only one here. Hey, man, take God with you. Take God with you. He is omnipresent. He has the ability to be everywhere at the same time. That means he's right here with me. Yeah, he's right there with you. He's over there with him and he's over there with her. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. So when it comes time to making these decisions, don't go it alone. Ask God first. We, we got a habit of, as, as, as people, right? Because we think we at the top of the food chain, we, we, we feel like everything is, we have the last say so. Now, you have the authority to make the decision, right? But you don't necessarily have the last say so. A lot of times we make decisions and then try to ask God to bless the decisions that we've made. But we rarely ask God before we make the decision. We never say, hey, God. What should I do about this or what should I say about this or how should I react or how should I respond to this? We in most cases, we react or respond and then include God later. That's a decision. You chose to go it alone. Remember three words. You're in charge, right? You're in charge. Yeah, you're in charge of yourself. You're in charge of the decisions that you make and you're in charge of those who have been entrusted under your leadership for those who are in leadership positions you're in charge yeah now in making right decisions we have to think critically yeah even if you don't have a lot of time you have to think okay how is this decision going to affect those around me how is this decision going to affect me right and those i'm responsible for sometimes you can't say the first thing that comes out of your mouth because it's going to be a seed. And it's if it's a seed of negativity, then it's going to take root and it's going to give birth to a tree of negativity, which is going to give fruit of negativity. And as you eat that fruit and plant more seeds, then you have negativity growing out of control. So we want to be mindful of that as we make right decisions, because, again, you're in charge. Now, what I want to say is 
You have to lead by example. How do you lead by example? Everybody, um, well, maybe not everybody, but I knew grew, I grew up hearing the words, do as I say, not as I do. Now, those words to the parents saying it, it made sense. But now, if you think about it, does it really make sense? Do as I say, not as I do. But remember, you're in charge. And if memory serves me correctly, most people are visual learners. Some are audible learners, right? But a majority of people or quite a few people are visual learners. So they learn not just by what they hear, but they learn by what they see. A lot of us, we conduct our families the way that we were raised or the way that we were brought up, what we saw and what we heard. So when we say do as I say, but not as I do, that's, that's a tough decision. And I'll let you decide whether or not that is the right decision or the wrong decision, because at the end of the day, you're in charge, right? So what I want to encourage you to do is lead by example, right? Even if you feel like nobody's paying attention but you, even if you feel like it doesn't affect or affect anybody but you, lead by example. Because you never know who's looking out the window, right? You never know who's walking past your house, right? You never know who's sitting behind you in the church congregation. You never know who's sitting beside you in the classroom. You never know who's standing behind you in the grocery store. You never know who's sitting behind you in traffic, right? And because you never know who's paying attention, right? The moral of that is somebody's always paying attention. Somebody's always listening, right? So you got to lead by example. But how do you lead by example? Well, you lead by example by knowing first that you're in charge. And then by knowing what you're in charge of. And then by being aware of what or who will be affected by what you're doing and saying while you're in charge. Because again, at the end of the day, you are in charge, right? You're in charge. Three words. You're in charge, right? You're in charge of the outcome, be it good, be it bad. You're responsible for the thoughts that you allow to manifest. Everything that is physically manifested started with a thought. Then that thought became a word. Then that word became action. And then that action became a product, right? So you and I, we are creators. We have the power to create life and we have the power to create death with our tongue, with our words. Now remember, our thoughts become words and our words become actions. And now that you're in charge, we have to be more mindful of these words and these thoughts. Right. We have to process <laughs> the outcome before the outcome. Yeah. That means we have to carry ourselves in a manner. That we would want. To be respected or respectful. 
Just because you're in charge don't mean you get to do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. But because you're in charge, meaning that you're responsible for setting the example on how things ought to be done or how things should be said. Right now, you could choose to say, do as I say, but not as I do. But at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you are responsible for what you say and do. And those of us who are parents. Right. Or spouses. We've learned that what we do and what we say, it affects others. Right. But even you. What if you're. I'm a kid. I don't even have kids. You're in charge. You're in charge of the decisions that you make when you go to school, whether it be virtually or in the building. You're responsible for how you respond and react when your classmates are being disruptive or rude. You're responsible when you're out with friends. Right. And some negative energy jumps off, sparks out of nowhere. And there's about to be an altercation. You're responsible right for your actions if you choose to team up with your friends right and verbally abuse or physically abuse somebody who can't defend themselves you're in charge of that decision you're in charge of the words that you say to other people and how those words make them feel you're in charge of the decisions that you make even Something as simple as what we're going to eat for breakfast or if we're going to eat breakfast, what we're going to eat for lunch, what we're going to eat for dinner. Those are decisions. Those are decisions. Now, we could choose to eat something healthy or we could choose to eat junk food. Now, me being a parent, every time my kids want junk food, I can't give it to them because I'm in charge. <laughs> that means I'm responsible for. Their health. Right. So if I allow them to eat just junk food all the time, then when they become physically sick, right? Or physically unhealthy, then guess what? I'm responsible for that outcome because I'm in charge, right? Now, because we decide what we choose to pay attention to and choose to engage in social media, right? If we're on social media and somebody's posting something, Again, you're in charge, so you can choose to respond to it or you could choose to skip by it. You can choose to speak life to a person or you can choose to speak death. You can speak positive to someone or about someone or you can speak negative to someone or about someone. But if you choose to speak that negativity, remember, you're in charge, so you're responsible for the outcome. You're responsible for how your words affect other people. You're responsible for how you made me feel when I read that comment. You're responsible for how I felt when I heard you say those words to me, even though you may didn't mean them the way that they were perceived. But it matters how they were perceived. It matters how I heard them. It matters how I processed them because you're in charge. And because you're in charge, don't take your authority for granted. Yeah, don't minimize the level of influence that you have because you may not think anybody's paying attention. You may not think you're in charge. You may not think of yourself as a leader. But in fact, you could very well be leading more people than you know. Yeah, everybody got followers, 
right, on Instagram. You got friends on Facebook, right? You got followers on TikTok, you know. You following people on Twitter, right? Society and social media has us in the mind frame of either being a follower or having someone following you. Now, if you're following, are the people you're following, where are they leading you? Yeah, because if you're following them, that means you're going behind them as they're going in one direction. But what is that direction? Where is it? You're following them on social media, but you're following them where? You got people following you on social media. Where are they following you? Now, if you have people following you on social media, then guess what? You're in charge. Because every time you post something, the people that are following you will get an opportunity to see what you posted. They will get an opportunity to see what you said, see what you're doing, see what you're engaged in. And because they're following you, then they may feel inclined to do what you do, say what you say, follow who you follow. Because again, you're in charge. How do I know that you're in charge? Because they're following you. <laughs> How do you know that someone else is in charge of your decisions and your actions? Probably because you're following them. What they do, do you do it? What they say, do you say it? Are you following them? Now, I got news for you because even in that situation, you're in charge because you choose to decide who you will charge. You choose to decide who you won't charge. I mean, you choose to decide who you won't follow. Excuse me. And because the decision is yours, because the choice is yours, because the outcome is ultimately yours, then you're in charge. So what I want you to be mindful of now that you know you're in charge, right? And now that you know what it means to be in charge, and now that you also know what you're in charge of, I want you to be mindful of the fact that you ought to lead by example. I can't make you do anything. Nope. All I can do is speak my truth. You can't make anybody do anything. All you can do is speak your truth, right? But my truth of the matter is that I aim to empower you. I aim to inspire you. I aim, right, to educate you or remind you of something that you've been already educated on, right? I choose to speak life. What do you choose to do with the words that come out of your mouth? What do you choose to do with the content that you post on social media? Do you lead or do you follow? If you're following, where they going? If you're leading, where are you going? Because at the end of the day, you're in charge. So what I want you to do is thank God, first of all, for the influence. Those of you who have people following you, those of you who are leaders in your home, those of you who are leaders in a church congregation, those of you who are leaders in school, those of you who are leaders in your work. Right. Thank God for the influence. Right. Thank God for the ability to influence the behavior and the actions and outcome of others. Right. But then I want you to ask God for guidance and direction. Keep me humble, Father. Yeah. Keep me mindful of the words that I'm saying and the things that I'm doing. In other words, God, help me lead by example. God, don't let me be that 
do as I say, not as I do person. But God, let me be that do as I say, because I do what I say. Yeah. Do as I say, because I do what I say. That's leading by example. Because at the end of the day, after all, you're in charge. You're in charge. I'm going to say it again. You're in charge. Like that movie, Hustle and Flow. He said, say it. I'm in charge. Say it until you mean it. Say it like you mean it. I'm in charge. (laughs) That's what I want you to know. You're in charge. So whatever the outcome is today, just know that you get to decide. And if it's going in the wrong direction, guess what? You get to change the direction. Yeah. If you see somebody going through a thing, you're in charge. You get to empower them. You get to uplift them. You get to help them. So do me a favor. Help somebody today. Right. Help them find their way because they looking for somebody to follow. Right. And maybe you've been following somebody that's been going in the wrong direction. Right. So now you have the opportunity to lead somebody in the right direction. All I'm saying is lead by example. Know what you're in charge of, right? Know what it means to be in charge. And after all that, do what you got to do to lead somebody, right? Because you're in charge. Listen, I need your help. If you've been enjoying the King Speaks podcast, then I need for you to go ahead and click the support option to support this podcast with a monthly donation as little as 99 cents to help sustain future episodes. Also, don't forget to follow me at King Genesis on Instagram and Twitter and Genesis Pope on Facebook. Thank you. What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? I want to thank you for taking time to listen in. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Hey, listen, gravity and negative energy is always at work to pull you down. That's why on the King Speaks podcast, we don't say hold it down. We say hold it up now. So until next week, hold it up, King. Hold it up, Queen. Go in peace.